Welcome in to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this, the man whose file was proffered for young Bruce's share in Wayne Enterprises, Jason. Hi. You are the person who killed the Waynes, aren't you? Probably. <laughs> that would be so the, many people. That would have been a better twist than a lot of what happened in the episode. Right? All right, so we're going to get super spoilery on Gotham 208, Tonight's the Night. Um, right. And <laughs> Yeah, tonight was the night you lost hope. <laughs> yeah. The night you sat there watching a television and questioned every decision that you've ever made. Yep, pretty much. Um, I think it's about the point where you realize that the mystery of who stole Edward's sandwich is actually more interesting than anything Barbara has to offer. <laughs> I think that's the point you really start questioning. Right. <laughs> it, uh... I, every time I saw Barbara in this episode, I, I, all I could hear was, kiss, kiss, say, every single time. I just spent the entire episode much happier listening to my internalized talking heads than watching the actual scenes. She's bad. so bad. She's so bad. I was like, proud of something, though. The Gotham police, she shows up in the doorway, right? The the criminal, the right. refugee, shows up in the doorway. Right. And they totally drew their guns. Yeah. So fool me uh, once, right? Yeah, except that they're all idiots, and every one of them knew it was a trap and decided to go along with it. Right. Also, Gordon's a complete asshole for even right. kissing her, for doing the whole thing. Oh, that thing. was some bullshit. Yeah, that was retarded. Like, And they have, like... A whole new fresh recruits. Like you tried that before, it didn't work. Okay, fine, fine, Barnes, fine. Yeah. So let's kill some more kids. Yeah. Um, so whole Ahab well trained another boatload of people. So whole half trained, half ass trained group mm-hmm. of uh, strike force kids. Just let's just they they followed them into the the. This place that the cops have obviously just said, yes, this is going to be a great place where they can ambush us. Right. They don't even do that good of a job of ambushing them. It's like one truck full of dudes and like the the cops still can't fight them. (laughs) But you know what? It was worth it because, um, you know, anything that makes Captain Barnes tight ass nervous, I'm all for. So says Bullock. Right. (laughs) Hey, why does Barbara want to kill Jim if she wants to marry him? I'm just so confused. It makes no sense. There's nothing. She, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, it makes about as much sense as Barbara normally makes. Oh yeah. Also, why is Leslie getting to watch the interrogation? Why is Leslie? Why is the medical in examiner in on the ship? Uh, well, someone had to see him kiss her. It's, oh, there's. They there's, have to find I, a way to nothing. get. They have to find a way to get Leslie and Gordon apart so that she can be with Alfred. Right. <sighs> I mean, uh, apparently, you know, Gordon being uh, psychotic and <laughs> dumb as shit. Right. Isn't enough. Um, now, I found myself, though, like, during the interrogation scene, before he gets all uh, spoochy, um, mm-hmm. I thought he was doing a really good job of, of breaking her down. I actually really liked his side of the interrogation, and then the camera would pan back over, and, oh, yay, oh, yay, oh. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> she is. Is it her or Laurel that I was calling a dumpster fire? Laurel. Okay, so she's a grease fire, then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Laurel she's an, she's an oil spill dumpster. of a character. That's what okay. she is now. <laughs> the, uh, she's the Barbara Exxon Valdez, Valdez of, yes. of writing. <laughs> the Barbara Valdez. There you go. Yeah. Um, 
God, I wanted her to die. When she fell, I thought, this is still a lame scene. This is so bad. This is so bad. This is tropey. It, it's you, like baby. I woke I up in you. the morning and ate trope cereal and, and threw up on the script, and this is what happened. And it, I wanted her to die so bad. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Who didn't trim that bush? Fucking firing that gardener. <laughs> as much as I've enjoyed Mayor James running around in that box, I thought it was kind of retarded that he was just sitting in that warehouse with the box on his head. Just, he's just hanging out in that <laughs> warehouse. <laughs> Like, hey guys, what's happening? Mayor James, hi. Would someone shave me? So bad. He had about two days worth of stubble, so wherever he is in that box, someone is periodically breaching in and shaving him. Mm Mm-hmm. He's been in that box for weeks now, hasn't he? It's been a while. It's been long enough for Theo Gallivan to run a whole campaign and win. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh... So that was that was kind of an interesting dream sequence, though, um, that Barbara had. What was even weirder, though, is she wakes up and there's all this weird S&M shit all over the bed. Like, collars and chains and shit. Right? She just, like, <laughs> cuddles with them while she's falling asleep? Yeah. Oh, what a weird show, man. It what is. a weird show. I liked, uh, I actually liked the Enigma stuff, though. If, it, if this show had just been ten minutes long, it was all just Enigma trying to get a body buried and... Mm. I would have I would have been down with that. They could have just released a webisode between and save me the barber thing. Yeah, I think. Well, like, like, do you have the feeling the, that the the actual producers and writers really like this person, the actress, that just really like her and have been trying their damnedest to make this character work? In maybe in, in spite of they they must know they must know. How do you not know? They have to know. And I yeah I don't know I don't know why. I mean, I like know. on Arrow, for instance, you got Stephen Amell defending Laurel. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's wrong. I love he's, him, he's, but he's wrong. He's, he's wrong, yeah. But they are obviously aware of it. That they've, even, they've even started a backwards dialogue kind of with the, with the fans. You know, they, you know, Amell basically told some of the fans, screw you, I like her. Mm-hmm. All right, well, they're acknowledging that the problem exists, at least. Surely Gotham is not that oblivious. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, you have to live I in a cave with no internet connection. Yeah, I think the writers and producers of Gotham are really that oblivious. I really do think I th- they keep saying that they have all these ideas, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're going to do it different from last season." No, just a problem. Nope, not quite. Because then you pull something like this out of your ass, right? And you show me this thing, and I mean, you show me this little cut-up short that should have just been called "Eddie Just Keeps Killing." <laughs> I'd have been happy to do that. That would have been a much better episode. And I've never seen a lantern hung so high and so bright. For a secluded forest, this place sure has a lot of foot traffic. Right. <laughs> That's the closest you're going to get to Green Lantern in this show right there. Yeah, yeah. That was just patently bad. I'm, and just by happenstance, Penguin is the one that had to happen. Okay, all right. He's the one wandering out in the woods. Sure, why not? And for some reason... Uh, Gotham in general just wants to keep like the marketing team want to want to push this idea that he likes sandwiches. Right. So, like, there's a poster you can buy at, at like Walmart and Target right now that just has a picture of you know the penguin on it. It says, "I'd kill for a sandwich." Well, sure, that was right. a fun little bit from the first season, but now he actually has eaten a freaking sandwich off of the ground that was in a picnic table or a picnic blanket mm-hmm. next to a corp, two corpses. And a hole, a shallow hole dug in the ground. 
<laughs> just this this creature has this penguin has eaten like, this is eating, what happens when his mother dies he grows vicious and he eats sandwiches off the ground ne- that are next to corpses uh, yeah but look any other her- human like if if it was me i walk up and imagine i walk up to the scene full picnic basket ready to go and right. what looks like an already buried like a fresh burial situation covered with a dead body uh-huh um i mean i'm gonna just slowly back out of the room right you 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 pull like the yeah. peter griffin really really quiet walk out of the room thing yeah um, absolutely and you're thinking to yourself i don't know what's going on i don't want to I, I was never here i was never here right and you're gonna mm-hmm. leave the fucking sandwich alone in particular because the sandwich is what's gonna scare the shit out of you when you walk up it's like, oh my god and this guy's about to eat a sandwich <laughs> only yeah, penguin yeah. would walk up to that scene and go i know everything i need to know about this guy fuck him i'm eating his sandwich yeah what's he gonna am do am i crazy or was was that hunter just really easy to kill i don't know i mean, I mean a shot to the head i assume he's just knocked out but he'll be dead here in a little bit of sawing i don't know man it was still light when edward left him and it was dark when he found penguins so i don't know i mean i've heard that cases probably of somebody woke up uh, and wandered away i've i've heard cases of people dying from just you know one punch to the head placed terribly correctly yeah well maybe I, I've mm-hmm. never done the field research on shovel to the head. Don't intend to. Yeah, I just assume they killed him because that's how Gotham rolls. Right. Oh, he's he's a goner. I mean, this is not a man who's going to go back and see his family today. Right. <laughs> so, uh, just word to the wise, kiddies. If you're ever in the woods and you happen upon a guy with a picnic blanket and... Um, picnic? A, a suitcase in a... <laughs> very shallow hole in the ground <laughs> just just walk away don't right. don't go what in the hell is that right oh yeah, just walk God. away just walk as far away as you can and yeah, that's, somewhere that's... across town all right somewhere across the town about that time uh they're they're in the middle of the trap whatever barbara's leading them through so mm-hmm. they're in the car, right? Did you find the camera work in that car to seem like really stupidly distracting? Hmm. I was just kind of—I was, was just wondering if it was me. Not any more so than the story itself. Okay. I mean, I kept—I kept shooting to like Barbara in the back seat, and then like Jim, and then like over like Bullock's shoulder, looking you know at him, and then like in the rearview mirror, looking at Barbara from like Jim's perspective. It was really kind of weird. It was a lot of unnecessary shots i guess right if that's what is that what you're talking about yeah or no was there, there was a ton else? of it they bounced around like the it looked like the director <laughs> was it came up with a thousand different ways he wanted to shoot this and couldn't decide so he just shot all of them mm-hmm. i'm gonna try this angle. Sure. I'm gonna try this angle let's try this one now well no it'll be really artsy because she's so fractured mentally uh, right. yeah okay <laughs> right no that's just called indecisive Right. Decisiveness. What you, what you actually That's portrayed with your camera work was the indecisiveness of the writers in charge of this poor bitch. Yep. Um, so, eh. And uh, Theo Gallivan. You just want, you want to talk about him and Bruce and Alfred? Um, Theo, giant dick move, right? Right? And Bruce, dude, come on. Well, first of all, how does Theo have that information? The information that the cops can't even get. I don't know. I mean, yes, the cops in Gotham are stupid. We understand. We, we have did it. Made, that has been made clear. They are borderline mentally handicapped. They, yeah. Gordon included. Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially sometimes. 
So, but yeah, that's like, uh, I mean, Bruce, dude, that's a dick move. Like, you are it, totally not going to give your company over to this asshole. No, and I was proud. It takes a minute, but Bruce gets gets there. He does. He has a nice... St- Here's the one thing. I would have... Uh, one salvageable golden moment in this entire episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the line is, Alfred, am I wrong if I want it to just be over? Mm. That was a if wonderful moment in Batman's past, I thought. That is... That was a, that was a wonderful line. I did really enjoy that, and it came... Very soon after um, Alfred saying, that, well, that's not an offer, is it? That's bloody extortion. Right. And they have a whole and like. Bruce well, saying, there's a fine line between extortion and negotiation. And Alfred's line, I think, was, um, it's a fine line, but it's still a line. Mm hmm. Like, they're. Like, Those Alfred two, and Bruce like, that are pretty much the, the reason I, I want to watch the show. Right. <laughs> At this and, point. Uh, the the kid playing Bruce, uh, David, David, name we can't pronounce. Um, Mazels. Yeah. I'd love to hear a compilation of all the attempts. Um, Sounds like a rapper's a, a, a rapper from the early two thousands trying to say mouse. <laughs> Mazels. <A> Mazels. <laughs> um, as usual though, he he fucking nailed it on that scene. Mm-hmm. I, he absolutely. He's been one of the. He's been nearly flawless in the show, Eddie. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I w- if if I had one issue with him right now is that um, he's getting a little too too tall, too fast, and maybe he needs to start working out. Yeah, yeah, I, a little I, gangly. I don't think they've started the weight training portion of uh, Alfred's regime, whatever it is. Yeah, no, no. they're doing. It's, it looks like they're doing more of the um, the basic skill set of being able to fight with well at all. I mean, <laughs> he's starting from mm-hmm. scratch here. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm fine with it. It's just the taller he gets without putting on any actual muscle, the less I can take him seriously, I think. Mm, yeah. Well, I, I think he's going to end up looking like, uh, you remember watching uh, Luke from Modern Family grow up? Yeah. Spindly little kid. Now he looks like he could kick his dad's ass. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what we have in store. Maybe. Maybe so. Maybe so. But yeah, I, I always enjoy that kid and, and Alfred, uh, especially Alfred. I... I Dude, I love Alfred. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it, him and him and Bruce. I, I'll say ninety-eight percent perfect, only because I want to leave the option that there's that they haven't been perfect. But it, you know, my heart mm-hmm. says a hundred percent. That's an esoteric two percent. Mm-hmm. So uh, Gordon has spent the entire episode right mm-hmm. trying to get uh, trying to get Barbara to tell him that it's Theo Gallivan behind everything. Sure. He winds up finding out that you know. Mayor James is in the warehouse. Mayor James says Theo Gallivan kidnapped him. Okay, finally. They can go. They wrap that shit up quick. They can go arrest Theo Gallivan. Cool. (laughs) Why the hell does Gordon have to punch everyone in the face when he arrests them? Didn't Captain (laughs) Barnes just get on to him for this shit? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He marches in, punches him right in the face, right in front of Captain Barnes, and goes, You're under arrest. Yeah. Because apparently... Ben McKenzie can't play Gordon without just seething and writhing behind gritted teeth. He cannot. No, there's a lot of... I, I think I've seen as much of his teeth as I've seen of his forehead. Like they're, they're just always out there gritting at people. Mm. Oh, that poor guy. And uh, Even in the end scene, poor Bruce, he watches the file burn. Mm-hmm. You hated it for him. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Whatever. He'll figure out who Joe Chill is eventually. Yeah. Except in this reality, is probably Theo Gallivan or some bullshit. Nah, it's probably Bor- it's, it's probably Barbara. Maybe no, not Barbara. It's, she hadn't she hadn't but turned psycho you, killer yet. But 
we no, maybe she had. Like we finally found the reason. We found the reason that to make her or the way to make her interesting. Right. She, no, they're gonna do was, something. Uh, they're gonna completely fuck us up. It's it's gonna be something much worse. Like it's gonna be that you know once upon a time Bullock had a debt to pay off. No, don't even say that. I know. I know. It's just after watching this episode, I I'm, I'm willing to rule out nothing. Yeah, I can feel you on that. This. uh... It is. It's, 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 it's gotten to the point where it's just a bad show. Well, this one was. I, I, yeah. I'm not condemning the series. They could fix it. But, I mean, let's 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 say that. what The stuff that needs to happen to fix it. Um, mm-hmm. Let Barbara go. Let her go, man. It's done. You've lost. Yeah. Uh, she can't be saved. And her crazy is rubbing off on everyone else now because everyone else is having to dumb themselves down as a character to actually live up. Like, she made Leslie look bad this episode. Mm-hmm. She makes sure. Jordan look bad every time he's on the screen with her. She is just yep. she is rifling through the characters you have. It, it's toss it. We do that. We keep a lot of I, like I was excited about the the Pingers Riddler action. That'll be fun for a minute. Um, it'll be nice to to see those two like especially with Riddler just getting started on his uh his mean streak. It'll be it'll be fun to watch them maybe uh maybe buddy up for a second. I wouldn't mind a couple episodes. Yeah, I don't know if I'm interested in that or not. Well, I mean, what's Riddler have to lose now? At, at, if if he stays Edward Nigma and doesn't just go full fledged killer, um, what is he gonna do? He's gonna go be a medical examiner, just kill on the side, pull a little Dexter. Yes, well, um, I'm not so I'm not so worried about Eddie as I'm worried about Pingers himself because I really don't want him to like. I was really interested in this full on rage boner he had going, <laughs> like just wanting to destroy everything. Yeah, and, no, they did something though that. Um, that is now completely contradictory because you realize why he's not back on that rage boner train is that he was shot and now he needs to attend that wound. Yes. So he didn't, that's probably what will happen. It, it, Enigma will bedazzle his head and he'll be fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm a little worried about, I don't know if it's fair to say, but I'm a little worried about Edward maybe uh, diluting the penguin waters. Hmm. And honestly, I was really disappointed that we didn't get more Butch this this episode. Yeah, I, I he's he'll he'll come back. He'll be more fun though. I, I, I'll, I'll give it this. Even if I have reservations about uh, Pinger's Riddler action, I'm 100 percent ready to give it a try. Mm. Um, well, I mean, it's better than Barbara. It's a hell of a lot better than Barbara. Let's let's do all that instead. <laughs> but think about it though. A lot of the casting that happened, we've gone through the Pikes already. We've gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, now we've gotten the Barbara thing out of the way. What are we? What episode are we on now? Eight. I am telling you, man. You, you, you keep acting like all this shit is just going by so quick. No, we are going to be screwed. This is, <laughs> they're going to do. They are going to do Indian Hill. We're going to get Barbara back. We're going to get Jerome back. We're going to get everyone who was killed back. We're going to get mm. all these annoying ass pricks and both Pike and, brothers. Oh, I didn't even think about them. Yeah, definitely, we're going to get them. I don't even know how. <laughs> But we're probably going to get them. Everyone who's ever died in the show is going to come back as some sort of damn zombie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Gordon's going to get inside of a fridge because Theo Gallivan's going to try to nuke the city. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bad. <laughs> he'll be. He'll come out with three bruises on his upper arm. Right. Theo goes to prison, and Tigress goes nuts because you know she's lost one sixteenth of her lovers. Yeah. Uh, well, but you know, as it is, I'm not sure how Indian Hill is going to fit into the overall narrative. But uh, the first part of this uh, poorly episode eight, <laughs> poorly. <laughs> that aside, um, I mean, I'm willing to bet it's going to be a 
a, a square block and a round hole myself. But hey, we got a few episodes. Let them run. Um, but up until episode eight, it's been a lot about Theo's master plan, right? Well, you know, he just got arrested. So yeah, let's... until the order of Saint Dumas break him out somehow. Oh, right. Or, uh... I wouldn't mind it if they actually break him out, let him go ahead and you know put on some robes and uh, get 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 a little bit of fighting done. Send him around the city with a sword. That'd be fun. Um, or it's going to be, you know, oh, well, yes, of course. Like, no one no one is, is saying that, uh, no one's saying that it's Theo Gallivant except for Mayor James, who hooked up with the wrong woman, got stuck in a warehouse somewhere. And by the way, Theo already has, you know, evidence that says that uh, he was, or that shows that he was with some woman, um, probably Barbara. Oh, of course. <sighs> so he'll be reinstated as mayor. He'll be. He won't go to jail for long. It's going to be something stupid like that. Yeah, yeah. And then he's going to actually also try to get Gordon's badge because Gordon punched him in the face. <laughs> now uh, Ahab has no. Uh, he's got no excuse this time. He saw it. He was complicit. Yeah, yeah. That ship has sailed. Right. You, you have been Gothamed, sir. Well, I mean, Ahab also fired Bullock there for a minute. He did. And then Bullock told comes him, get the charging hell out in. of here. Until Bullock I, actually has an idea and says it for two seconds. Oh, I, okay, let's I'll go. I'll give him that, though. Um, it's, a, it's a thin idea. He calls it himself. That's, but, you know, fuck. Puts down the phone, gets in the car, you know? I'll take that. God, I was so bored with that whole kid, like hostage scene in the church and everything. <laughs> I was so fucking bored. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. Uh, I, I hear she's a great actress. I would like her to go off to another show and act well there. But this mm. whole thing. This whole thing. I never want to see her again. <laughs> I've enjoyed her a couple times over the years. Did a nice little episode I, I, on My Name is Earl. But I, I don't recall that. I don't I don't think I watched My Name is Earl, but um, I hate this woman's face now. It's at this point where I now hate her face. You're now associating her with... Oh, it can only go uphill. It, really, <sighs> it couldn't possibly get worse. Name one thing you'd like this show to do that would make you feel better right now. Um... We come back to Barbara's funeral. Well, as you said, with Indian Hill, a funeral won't do you any real good. Hey, if it, it's a, if it's a funeral and we actually see her body be buried, I'm down. I I mean, right now she's not even Indian Hill material because she they don't they're not even saying she's dead. They're just gonna. I mean, well, I guess she, they didn't have to for what's her face either for Bridget Pike. Right. Oh God, they're gonna just they're gonna hold on to it. I. <sighs> Right now they're 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 like working themselves. They're gonna have to work themselves back from like negative fifty at this point for me because this last episode was not even this episode was not even as good as just like crazy cartoon Rambo shit. This was just actively bad. Yeah, yeah. They try to do a lot of psychological thriller stuff that just never amounted to anything. It was it was a Mm-mm. yeah. The gates open and that horse just stood stock still, refusing to run. And you know it's not beyond my notice that they're just messing with fans now they're just, they've got her dressed in like red and black like she's harley quinn or some shit yeah just never gonna happen none of that's okay that was never in the cards yeah have we griped enough what do you think yeah i think that'll, that'll do it for this episode for me personally yeah well i mean you remember several episodes ago i was like <laughs> look this was it was a kind it was an okay episode if, it, if this is the worst yeah. we see we're in for a good season yeah that wasn't the sure. worst we'd seen no, and I think we've got a lot more bad to see. They plumbed I, I new depths. I hate to say it. Like people have accused me of just being down on Gotham, and I'm like, mm, no, I fought. 
I fought hard to like this show. <laughs> and there's still a lot in there to like. They just need to actually focus on that shit. Yeah. Like, I had buddies dropping out in the first, like, two or three episodes that I didn't understand. Right. So I was like, this is a great show. And I now, didn't either. Um, I, God. I mean, I'd still be watching it because it's a Batman thing. Because that's how I roll. Right. But Compulsion damn. alone would be enough. But Right. I have a sickness, y'all. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this installment of DC On Screen. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DC On Screen or wherever podcasts are listened to. Be sure to leave us five-star ratings and good reviews. That really helps us out. Uh, you can fo- also find every episode on DCOnScreen.com. If you're interested um, in a similar podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast uh, or mcucast.com. Until next time, keep some DC on your screen. Nope. That's the least excited we've ever been about any episode of anything. No, but hopefully we're kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, I, I would challenge anyone to tell me where I'm wrong about anything we just said. Oh, yeah, no, it was awful. (laughs) Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should, too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.